Welcome back to Jams for Hire. I'm Matthew Perry alongside with me, the normal crew, Will, Jamil, and RJ. We are back again this week with our week 11 predictions for the NFL season. A little update on the standings where we sit after 10 weeks. Jamil's back in the lead this week, uh, overtaking Will once again. He had a nine and five week, uh, moving to 95, 51, and one on the season. Will falls just one game back after a tough seven and seven week last week. He is now 74. I mean, I'm sorry, 94, 52 Ooh. and one. <laughs> 74 would be a much different story. Uh, and then ladder we, to climb. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, RJ and I are now tied for third. RJ had the best week of all of us going 10 and four. He is 92, Stop 55 it. and one. <laughs> and I did not have too bad of a week either. I went nine and five, but it was enough for RJ to catch up to me. Uh, him and I both sit uh, four games back of the leader, Jamil. Uh, teams on by this week, the Buffalo Bills, Chicago Bears, New York Football Giants, and San Francisco 49ers. They won't be covered much unless we mention a past game or whatever the case is. Uh, we will hop right into the games we differ on. Seven games this week, uh, at least somebody has a different opinion on. Uh, we'll start with the Thursday night game. RJ is all alone in choosing the Seattle Seahawks as they host the Arizona Cardinals. RJ, we'll start with you. Why are you going with the Seahawks? I am shocked. Wow. Um, all right. I love Kyler Murray. I love that guy. He he bailed me out with a nice little bomb to DeAndre Hopkins to beat Buffalo. I was the only one that picked the Cardinals last week. And uh, the emotions of such a – awesome way to win a game and now on a short week you have to travel you have to go to a division rival who by the way i know they lost to the rams but russell wilson's still good at football right like we we still think he's pretty decent um (laughs) seattle they're gonna have a bounce back game seattle needs a bounce back game arizona is primed for a letdown after a huge win over buffalo um yeah man i i wow I didn't look at our picks. I'm actually really shocked you guys didn't pick Seattle. This uh, is my this, this will, is my closest game. I, this I, will be I, a high I'm with you. I might switch. I might switch before 8:20 tomorrow night. I'm not gonna lie to you. I might switch. This yeah. This uh, is gonna be probably one of the best Thursday night games we've had all season. I mean, most of them have been stinkers, knock on wood. Yeah, not yeah. knock on wood that something stupid doesn't happen. On paper, but, it finally looks like we're finally getting a good Thursday. Yeah, night. hopefully. Yeah. But uh, Jamil, since this is your closest game, what made you take the Cardinals just over the Seahawks? Uh, cause I don't trust the Seahawks defense. Uh, I've said it once I've said it again on here. I don't think their defense is good at all. Um, that, that's why I think they're going to, that they lose is going to be wise because Kyler Murray is going to single-handedly torch their defense. Cause I just don't think they can stop much. My thing is on RJ's point, he had mentioned that Seattle's in desperate need for a bounce back win and he's not wrong. Seattle definitely needs something here, but that whole division needs a win. I mean, that whole division is now up for grabs. I mean, whenever the Rams beat Seattle with the way that Seattle's kind of going down with the way Arizona's playing up, I mean, that, and that defense in LA, I mean, that, that division all needs wins. And I think they're all playing, they're all going to be throwing a hundred percent out there. And I just, I, like Jamil said, I just trust the defense of Arizona way more than I trust the defense of Seattle. Yeah, and our in our predictions at the beginning of the season, we had the uh, NFC West being a tight race, and it's it's showing to be one uh, so far, at least as the season develops. Uh, moving to the one o'clock games on Sunday, uh, we have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Washington Football Team. RJ, you're all alone again. Uh, this time, going with the football team. Why? This one I can kind of understand. I I get it. I get it. Joe Burrow. I get it. T Higgins. Um, They're starting to click. They're starting to, you know, 
get more reps. The the longer they've been out there, they're starting to really put it together. Cincinnati is starting to show some signs of life. I get it. But there has been a running theme on this show the first, what is it, 10 weeks now we've done this. Cincinnati's offensive line is equivalent to five traffic cones. Washington's defensive line is disgusting. It is absolutely gross. Chase Young is going to have a field day. That dude is going to have three sacks. He might record a murder. Um, it's it's going to be ugly. I really – I don't trust Washington to go out there and score a bunch of points, although they put up a really good fight against Detroit. They did a lot better offensively last week than I thought they would have done. Um, so, I don't – this isn't going to be a high-scoring game, but when you look – football is a game of matchups, right? And – when you look at Cincinnati's offensive line and you look at Washington's defensive line, um, that is a recipe for Joe Burrow to be on his back a lot. Fair. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, we'll go to you, Will, since you're the big Joe Burrow guy in this group. Why are you going with the Bengals besides Joe Burrow? Give me something else. <laughs> No, definitely. Um, I really like this Washington football team, man. I, and now, especially with Alex Smith at quarterback, that's it's got to be a feel good story. I was a really big I was a really big Alex Smith guy whenever he was with San Fran, whenever he was with KC. I mean, I've always been big on Alex Smith for even though he's never won anything. I've, it's just a quarterback that I've really liked, and I really like seeing that he's back now. I mean, I, at this point, I think Washington's in best hands with Alex Smith, um, and they played very well against Detroit. I mean, it, it is kind of hard to go up against it, but where, where RJ nailed the, I mean, he, he nailed it right on top of the head, man. He said, he said that it's a game of matchups and it really is. And yes, this Washington football team defensive line is significantly better than the offensive line of Cincinnati, but I can tell you what the wide receivers of Cincinnati are significantly better than that secondary in Washington. So uh, if Joe Burrow can find enough time to make something happen, I trust Joe Burrow more than I trust Alex Smith and the rest of this offense. I, I love some of the pieces over there in Washington. Antonio Gibson really catches my eye. Alex Smith, I've already said, but uh, I, I just trust the big game and the, the the big offensive upside that Joe Burrow brings. And so I'm going to take Cincinnati just over Washington. I think it'll be a close game, though. It's another close game that I, I wasn't I wasn't 100 percent confident in, but I'm going to go with Joe Burrow and, and Cincinnati. over there. Moving to a big division matchup uh, in division, that is uh, the Atlanta Falcons are taking on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, a Drew Brees-less New Orleans Saints. Will, you're all alone for this one on your own little island in Atlanta. Why are you going with the Falcons? Ooh, why wouldn't I? I knew Jamil wasn't, so I got to find a way to get across there. But um, other than that, whenever whenever I'm actually looking at this game, I think Jameis Winston's going to be a better answer than Drew Brees in New Orleans. I really do. I, I think with the way Drew Brees has been playing this season, I think Jameis Winston's going to add a whole different element to that offense. I think the explosiveness is going to come out, and I think it's going to be a good recipe over there for New Orleans. But I think it's going to take a game. I think it's going to take a little bit. Uh, I think Jameis Winston's going to have to get his feet back uh, – back into the starting position yes we saw him take a couple of reps down there in secondary uh, after drew Brees got out um nothing too spectacular you know nothing too crazy but um i i think it's going to be atlanta and i'll take the high scoring atlanta offense before i take uh you know a new orleans team with a brand new quarterback uh it's going to be the first time where we finally see Jameis winston fully under center for some reason they're still you know, there's still people saying that Taysom Hill could start. And if Taysom Hill is named the starter of that week, I will definitely take Atlanta. Uh, that would just make me want to take Atlanta even more. But uh, until then, I'll take the upside of the offense for Atlanta before I take the Saints. 
they pay Taysom Hill like he's supposed to start, but we've yet to see something like that. Terrible. Uh, yeah, bad. Jamil, as the certified Falcon hater here, uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, yeah, obviously, what brings us a point about the Falcons' offense being good, but I think that the Saints' defense is going to know they have to step up with Drew Brees gone. I think they're going to get the job done. I think it's going to be too much Alvin Kamara on the ground and in the air to for the Falcons to stop him, and I think it will be a Saints victory. Every time Listen, I turn in, the Saints. Sorry, the no, Saints ahead. don't have an elite defense, but I think their defense is good enough. And I'm just going to throw this out there real quick. Do you guys remember in 2015 when Peyton Manning got hurt and Brock Osweiler came in and was better than Peyton Manning? I think we might have that situation in New Orleans this year. Drew Brees, I love him. He's a top 10 all-time quarterback, first ballot Hall of Famer. He cannot throw a football anymore. Jameis Winston can sling it. He doesn't always sling it to the right team, but he can sling it. And so I do think we might have a Brock Osweiler situation on our hands where come playoff time, there might be a decision that needs to be made. I made this prediction on the other show that I'm on because they asked me for a hot take, and I'll I'll, I'll repeat it here. I think we've seen our last game with Drew Brees. I think we have. I think he's done. I mean, that's a very yeah, – They they won't bench him. They will no, not bench there's him. There's no way they bench him. There's no no way matter no. how good Jameis plays, it's going to be like last year. Jameis Winston will have to be better than what Teddy Bridgewater did last year, and Teddy Bridgewater went undefeated, and they still didn't bench him. So there's no I way – I understand that they wouldn't bench him, but they also say they're optimistic about a two- to three-week return. This yeah, man, but he's not, he's not coming back in three weeks. He's just this man fractured ribs. five ribs and collapsed a lung. Yeah. I mean, this guy's Ooh. not coming back. Who are you taking in the playoffs, though? Drew Brees or Jameis Winston? I mean, well, I take a healthy Jameis Winston over a battered and broken <laughs> over a well, battered. Oh, here, here's my thing: it's still you're Drew not going to bench Drew Brees. No. Drew Brees no. is the reason that the New Orleans Saints are what they are. One hundred percent. He resurrected that French franchise from being absolutely horrific. My point is, they are going to give him plenty of time to get healthy. Because I think they understand he's just not that good anymore. I think what RJ is trying to say is that, yes, that I, he thinks Winston's going to step up. Kind of like what I said, Winston's going to step up and, and bring a new element to the offense. And I think it's going to be a Brock Osweiler situation afterwards to where he's going to play so well that some other team's going to give him that bag. I, I don't know if he may sit around in New Orleans, but I, you know, I mean, he's only on a one-year deal, you know, and if he if he continues to play well and Drew Brees is out longer than three weeks, four weeks, which we all agree on that he probably will be, you know, it's 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 a bad injury. I mean, it's not it's nothing to you know come back from right away. It's broken ribs. It's a collapsed lung. This isn't like something two to three weeks. I don't want to hear that. Like that that seems very unrealistic for me. So I, I think if he plays well, if he keeps getting dubs if the statistics are there i don't see why any team doesn't take a chance on him especially with teams like nick Foles, gardner Minshew. i mean other there's other teams with worse quarterbacks i mean there's somebody's got to take a chance on him. drew Brees returns for the wild card round of the playoffs that's his next game he plays he does not play another regular season game for the new orleans saints and he's not should. when you've that, got that Hill and Jameis winston that can both do their own thing drew Brees will be back for the playoffs if if he if he's cleared to come back and the Saints aren't playing bad, similar to the Bridgewater situation, there's no reason to bring Breeze back before that. There there's no reason. The way how old he's getting with the bad how the severity of the injury, there's no reason to rush him back, especially if Winston's out there winning games. Exactly. With the severity of Drew Breeze's injury, you kind of have to think that he's going to retire after the season. I don't think that's yeah. a 
that would surprise anybody at this point. Yep. And with Winston only having a one-year deal, that leaves you with either re-signing Winston or riding with Taysom Hill, who you've already put money into, but as much less. Yeah, the Saints have no money, though, so that's the problem. That's the problem. Have that's cap. The problem. Yeah. So do you think they let Winston walk, Breeze retires, and now Hill is the quarterback of the Saints? Hey, don't listen as a as a Bucks fan and as a Panthers fan. Yeah, I hope Taysom Hill's the starter. I'll just say I that. Mean, they they'll put, figure they something put the out. Money on so I, I, I think if it gets to that situation and Taysom Hill's the only quarterback in that quarterback room, they're drafting one. Yeah, there, there, there's no way that they're going to let Taysom Hill. Yeah. Be the For some reason, that Saints team really loves Taysom Hill, but I don't think they're—I don't think they're actually confident enough to have him play quarterback six. He's cool to come in every few plays, but he's not a starting quarterback. The the idea of his versatility can win over anybody, but once you put it all together, it's not that impressive. The problem is is that defenses know that whenever he steps in, it's a run play. It's going to be an option. Everybody knows exactly what's coming with Taysom Hill, and so I mean, he's not going to sit there in the pocket and go throw passes. It's not going to happen. It's going to be a play action boot. It's going to be an option play like something. It's going to be something tricky. So, I mean, until we actually see him play under center and actually take reps as an actual quarterback. No, I don't think Saints are going to do that. There's no way. Moving on to the next game. We'll be sure to stay on that island uh, Mm because you're all alone in support of the Houston Texans as they take on the New England Patriots. I thought you learned your lesson with this team. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll let you go right back into it. No, the, the Patriots are terrible. I don't care if they beat Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore didn't show up to that game. That's not the Baltimore Ravens team we know. We all took Baltimore. We know that's not the Baltimore team we know. Neither I mean, team uh, could be trusted. What's that? Neither team could be trusted. You can't trust exactly. the, the Texans and, uh, I mean, any less than the uh, Patriots, though. If you're going to take the shiniest of two turds, I'm going to take Houston just because of that. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, this is another team. This whole week has a lot of games where it's just like, you know, you got to pick one. I mean, if you have to pick a winner, you have to pick a winner. And at the end of the day, I don't trust New England. I don't. I trust New England. You know, I shouldn't trust Houston, and I don't. But I, I definitely don't trust New England. There's nobody on that offense. Uh, Cam Newton at least looked better this game. Uh, still didn't look great, and I, I still won't. I still won't take Cam Newton in that awful awful offense out there in new england i mean the their their wide receiver core is led by a guy named jacoby myers i mean that should tell you everything you need to know uh they're they're missing so many pieces they don't have anything out there that really kind of stands out to you damian harris has been like the one bright spot of that offense and he's kind of showed out a little bit but no i'm I'm gonna take houston i'll take michael jordan watson before i take cam newton RJ, we'll we'll go right back to you. With uh, the, like these RJ's are two, two favorite quarterbacks. He doesn't know what exactly. to do. Exactly. These, <laughs> these are my two sweating. favorite quarterbacks. I love these guys. Um, and I, I just uh, – yeah, you mentioned it. Listen, the Patriots have no weapons. Uh, they only have one weapon, and his name's Cam Newton. Uh, Deshaun Watson has some weapons, but, man, they just – they can't get that team figured out. Like, they're just th- – listen – the Houston Texans are in such bad shape right now. I'm to the point they need to trade Deshaun Watson. Um, when you have Michael Jordan, you can't trade him. I get it. But, like, how are you going to build this team? You don't have a first or a second round pick this year. Like, Deshaun Watson is an, I mean, his talent is absolutely through the roof. The sky is the limit with this guy. Or, as Michael Jordan said, the ceiling is the roof. Like, Michael Jordan or Deshaun Watson, he is so good. He's so talented. He is the perfect quarterback in today's NFL, and he's wasting away in Houston. So 
I, I don't think they would trade him because that would be that would be like the Red Sox trading Babe Ruth. But it's uh man, you got to start considering it because you could get a haul for Deshaun. But no, I will take uh, New England's defense. They will find a way to stop Deshaun like once, and that'll be the difference. I know a blue and orange team that would like a second chance at Deshaun Watson. I know a team in North Carolina that would like a chance to bring that boy back to the Carolinas. I know a team in Carolina that's going to be tanking for Trevor Lawrence. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, I'm funny you say that. Uh, I have some explaining to do for this one. Who because... the hell? You took Carolina? All right. Listen. All right. Listen, listen. All right. So, yes, I, I did take Carolina. I'm alone in taking the Panthers for this against the Lions. Okay. Um, I I don't have much to say here. Uh, looking at the numbers, looking at all the Maddie stats I could – Everything benefits the Lions. And you went was, digging for Maddie stats on that. I, 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 I dug harder. You probably had an Excel sheet. I, Gotta find the numbers. Gotta find the right numbers. I have, Found them. I, I have dug harder more uh, on this one than I had all season. You know, the Panthers have lost five straight games. Uh, the Lions have scored 20-plus in most of their games this season, and the Panthers have given up 20-plus in five straight games. Not much good to say here. Uh, and hey, now, To be fair, everything pointed to Chicago. Yeah, and now and now Carolina's quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, they're in, he's injured. Uh, RJ, who's the starting quarterback this weekend? It's gonna be PJ Walker, the PJ Walker. The XFL. XFL. Yeah, the Houston so, Rednecks. They're the Rednecks, right? So Rednecks, Rednecks, same thing. I had to separate myself, so I went with this one. Uh, and two, if PJ Walker could find success in the XFL, why not the NFL? What's the difference, right? I can tell you why not, but they're oh, yeah. okay. I'm just gonna disregard that. I'm going to disregard I mean, that. I don't really think I need to go to one of you guys for, to cover the Lions, but uh, Jamil, just give me give me the best you got on. Well, if Matthew Stafford's playing, the Lions are just superior. But if Matthew Stafford's not playing, I might ride the P.J. Walker train. So um, to, to be determined on who I pick right there, it depends on uh, who plays quarterback for the good old Lions. Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you now it's, it's most likely going to be Matthew Stafford. But I, I had to be a little different on that one. And uh, – Speaking of being different, I'm going to stay different on this one. Uh, the Tennessee Titans taking on the Baltimore Ravens. I got to go with my Titans here, and I'm, it happened, I happen to be the only one. Shocker. Yeah, I mean, both teams are 6-3. and three. Both teams have had a few, you could say, shocking losses. Um, I don't think anyone expected the Ravens to lose to the Patriots. I know we didn't. Um, the Baltimore Ravens defense has been really good, but if there's one person – I mean, if they can't – how do I word this? If there's one person they can't stop, it's going to be Derrick Henry. I mean, he, he's cooled off a little bit, you could say. I know he had a really hot start, but he's still a top three running back in the league right now. Him, Dalvin Cook, and a mix of whoever else has a good week. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, th- these are two very even teams, I think, in my opinion. I think the Ravens have the better defense, but the Titans definitely have a better offense. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP, is not – playing like it at all this season um he's not what everyone thought he would be i feel bad for fantasy owners i've heard quite a few people complain about that uh yeah i I mean i see no problem with taking the titans i don't blame you guys for picking the ravens but i gotta stick with my boys on this one i I do think they'll be able to carry out the victory uh will i'll go to you on the ravens defense wins championships no matter how bad that Lamar Jackson's playing, I mean, yes, he is still the reigning MVP, whatever. I don't, 
I don't care about that. Uh, the Titans defense is not great. Uh, no matter what, they're being held in by an offense that's firing on a lot of cylinders right now. A.J. Brown's looking really good. Ryan Tannehill's not playing like a bum that a lot of people think that he would play like. Um, Derrick Henry, of course, already mentioned. Uh, but I don't see why the defense can't shut down this team. I'd say that the defense of the Baltimore Ravens is so much more superior than the defense of the Tennessee Titans that it's, it's going to be more of a one-sided game than we realize. Uh, I think it's going to be, it's just like every other team. You're going to commit to trying to stop the run whenever it comes to Derrick Henry, and you're going to try to put the game in Ryan Tannehill's hands. And I'll trust the secondary over that Tennessee wide receiver core before I take the Titans. Fair. And uh, moving to our last game that we differ on, uh, golf season is now in primetime. The <sighs> LA, LA Rams are visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday. You think, though, well, I, don't I know. Will, yeah, I got to hear this. I uh, got to hear this. Will and my, uh, myself picked the Rams. Will's not oh, alone. What? I, I could not leave Will alone on this one. And then the two others, of course, RJ and Jamil, you guys did pick the Buccaneers. RJ, we'll start with you. Why the Buccaneers? Because they're better. Um, to, to, listen, this is the Bucks. They pushed everybody away when they got blown out by the Saints, and then they go and hang a forty burger on that team in North Carolina, and now everybody wants to jump back on. I don't know what you two are thinking. I understand the Rams had a nice little win over Seattle. Listen, Seattle's a division opponent that they see twice a year, every year. You're going to match up well with division opponents. When you play teams that you don't play every year, then it comes down to who's got the talent, who's going to be able to make more plays. And if you just look, I mean, on paper, the Bucks are far superior in talent on offense and defense than the Rams. Um, I will not pick Tom Brady to lose to Jared Goff. I am shocked. When I saw that Will <laughs> was picking the Rams, I almost fell out of my chair. Um, almost fell out of my chair taking him. I don't understand this. I think the Bucks are a lot better than the Rams. Um, and, and this is what they do. If you look at the Bucs, uh, if you're one of those that doesn't really care about football and you just look at, like, weird stuff, the Bucks lost week one, won two straight. Then they lost to the Bears, won two straight. Then they lost to the Saints. Hey, they beat the Panthers. This would be their second win. And then they lose next week to the Chiefs. But they're going to win on Monday night, and they're going to beat the Rams Monday. Well, it's kind of a shocker to everybody that you went with the Rams, considering how much you hate their starting quarterback. Yep. I have to get your opinion on this. By, let's just get this out of the way. It's by no means because of Jared Goff. Let's, let's get that out of the way right now. It's the defense. The defense is everything about that. I've seen Tom Brady play in a couple of games, and whenever that pass rush comes screaming at him, he doesn't know what to do. He, he's very upset because he does not have an offensive line like he had in New England. I mean, the, that, the guy does not get the kind of blocks that he used to see. We've seen the guy spike his helmet. We've seen the guy act out. We've seen the guy do all types of stuff whenever he's getting pressured. I think the pressure from the, the Los Angeles Rams defense is going to be too much for Brady. I think it's going to be a very close game. I don't think this is going to be a one-sided game by any means because I don't trust Jared Goff to put up enough points against the, the Tampa Bay Bucks defense. But I've, I haven't seen Brady play well under pressure. And I I have yet to see it. And so because of that, this is a Rams team that can bring a lot of pressure to number 12. And I think they'll do it. I think they're going to be looking at a lot of different blitz schemes. I think they're going to be giving Tom Brady a lot of different looks that they might not see. And uh, just because of that, I like the defensive outlook for the Rams. They're one of the better defensive uh, 
pairings in the league. I mean, they're one of the, the best defensive units out there when it comes to total yards, when it comes to passing yards, rushing yards, everything, the whole nine. So I'm going to go with the Rams, uh, I would say, outplaying on the defensive side of the ball uh, over the Bucks. I want to say one thing about the pass rush. The two games that, you know, Tampa lost – or three, three. It's two different teams. Um, the pass rush th- – those teams, if you look at them, their best pass rushers came from the outside. I think Cameron Jordan is easily the best pass rusher on the Saints, and then Khalil Mack is by far the best pass rusher on the Bears. I think Definitely. he's the best pass rusher in the league. Those guys came from the outside, and they got to bully – trash-ass number 76, Donovan Smith, all day. Well, Aaron Donald's an inside guy, and I actually kind of like Tampa's center and guards. So I don't think Aaron Donald is going to get as much pressure on Brady as Khalil Mack and uh, Cameron Jordan got just because of the matchup. Again, football's a game of matchups. Now, if they put Aaron Donald out wide and put him on Donovan Smith, yeah, I'll (laughs) – Tom Brady might as well just sit the game out and let Blaine Gabbert play. But it, as far as, you know, the pass rush, I just I, I think that's going to be worth watching. And I think people are going to realize just how terrible Donovan Smith really is. My thing with that is, is that Aaron Donald, no matter who he's going up against, will be every single offensive lineman in a one on one, no matter what. So no oh, matter what. You cannot yeah, no go matter on what, one. he's going no, no, no. to require at least two people, and I trust enough yeah. people on that Rams defense to get at him. Leonard Floyd's been playing well. Uh, Akumbu has been playing well as a linebacker spot. I mean, there's a lot of players that could come at you from that Rams defensive front. Uh, I think that front seven's going to be dangerous, especially whenever you mentioned the, the soft tackles that the Bucks had. I do have several Maddie stats for this that I wanted to get in really quick because we're going to have to put a little second second term yeah, on we're this we're going to have to restart the second one. Uh, the Rams have allowed fewer than 25 points in seven of their nine games this season. That's tied for third most in the NFL. Uh, Tampa Bay has 120 quarterback pressures this season, according to Next Gen Stats. That's the, t- uh, the second most in the NFL. When under pressure, Jared Goff has a 37.1 passer rating. Very bad. Very bad. Uh, what else do I have here? Tom Brady is the only quarterback Aaron Donald has faced multiple times and failed to register a sack or win a game against, including the playoffs. I think that changes uh, on Monday and Tom Brady is three for 30 on deep passes that, that being 20 plus yards in the air since week five all three of those this season all the completions that is came week seven against the Raiders he's yet to stretch it out against any other team in more than one game so that's definitely something to watch especially since LA has a not so bad secondary uh, guys like uh, I'm sorry Jalen Ramsey and then I'm forgetting one guy. I know I I'm completely blanking, but moving on to the games that we all agree on. We'll, we'll try to hit this quick. Uh, starting at the one o'clock hour on Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers are taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pretty simple one here. The only undefeated team left in the NFL, that being the Pittsburgh Steelers. Therefore all four of us took them. Jamil, why did we pick the Steelers? Because it's the Steelers versus the Jags. Nothing else to be yeah. said. Let's keep it moving. There you go. Keeping it moving on to uh, two teams that honestly probably disappoint a mass following every week, yet all of us are undisputed going with the Cleveland Browns as they take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this one wasn't super uh, far off for me. This I feel like this could go either way on this any given week. Stink. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be fun. But RJ, I'll get your thoughts. Why did we pick the Browns? Yeah, no, I agree. I could 100% see Philadelphia win this game. Um, I just I, I'm not going to pick that. 
I think at the end of the day, Philly is just playing like trash. I think everybody told Philly that, hey, you know, you guys are the best team in your division. You're the best team in your division. Um, and I maybe they're letting their foot off the gas. I don't know what it is, honestly. Uh, the Eagles suck right now. The Browns aren't very good, but they're better than the Eagles. Fair point. Uh, moving to Sunday at the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, RJ, I'll let you have this one again. Uh, it, it's your favorite team. The Jets are back from their bye week, which they um, – probably lost uh, we wouldn't be surprised they're taking on justin herbert and the chargers all four of us are going with the chargers why is that this could be the week the jets win I'm oh not my really. god really, really? no really the jets can win they're this game this did you see did you see justin herbert's haircut that i did dude that, has that, low that, that one they might lose because that, that dude that's bad. that dude has but... low self-esteem he is not confident in himself they might lose to the Jets. I don't know why. This may be the game. Yeah. This may be the game the Jets win. Because if you look at their schedule, they're not going to win another game this year. It might be this week that they beat the Chargers. But you're know. just saying that because he got a haircut, right? Yeah. No, if, I, no. The Chargers are if still – uh, the, Charger, the Chargers aren't that good either. Like, what are we doing? They're not as bad as the Jets. They're not bad. Like, they're not no, that bad. No, no one's as bad as the Jets. But <laughs> this is the only – chance the Jets have to win a game this year. Jets, no, Jets best no. chance. No, Jets who, best who chance was against the Patriots. And they, yeah, I mean, if, if we're going by haircuts here, Cam Newton's is terrible. It's like let's not get disrespectful. No, let's not get disrespectful. What is that? What's the whole don't, thing? Don't, 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 don't get disrespectful. Let's not get on your haircut. Let's not get on your haircut. My haircut's fine. I just don't do it for appearances. Maybe, you should, Cam maybe now. you should look up the word style, Matt. Yeah, we'll start hating him. now. Listen, I, I respect the grandma drip, the little, the little red riding hood You're drip. being real disrespectful right now. Listen. <laughs> and he's going to find you. He's going to find you. And now I'm, I'm not going to feel bad when he finds can you. He, it, can he find me? He can't even find half his receivers. I'm going to send him these clips. No, he's he's like, the roasting. Receivers. He's going to get the roasting. There's I'm people not gonna out apologize. there and he still can't find you. Come for me, Cam Newton. I don't care. So, so we all okay, agree. You don't care. Good. Good. You don't care. Employees I'm a running co- go routes. Like, what are we doing? Are you kidding me right now? So Your we all agree the Jets are going to lose. <laughs> yeah, the Jets are going to lose. Jesus Christ. Like, I still think the Jets are going to lose. Like, I just said it might be a close game because this is their only chance to win a game this year. Like, just come just on. You gave a shit fest on Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are we doing? The Chargers are still going to win, by the way, everybody. Like, the Chargers yeah. are still going to win. Everything got thrown off. Are you messaging him right now? <laughs> Tell him to contact me. Tell him to call me. I got I got some, Send I got some things to say. Send him his ad on Instagram. There you go. It's not 2015. I can't. We can't. need to clip this. I, I guarantee if we clip this and we tag Cam Newton, we might get, get a response. Roasting. Font, yeah, and he'll do that stupid font and. where like he, he does all those little stupid characters. And then you're still hating on him. Wow. I'm still hating. I'm still hating. From the top row, Cam Newton. Hell in a cell. Meet me. War games. Coming up soon. Meet me. Let's go. Uh, if Pat McAfee can do it, throw Cam in. Fuck it, yeah. If Pat McAfee could do it, so can Cam Newton and I. I Fuck it, I don't care. I- I'll meet you. Orlando's an hour from me. I got you. War <laughs> games. The next game. What is it? December 6th or 7th, something like Give that. Give to the next game. All right. <laughs> One of the hottest men in football. Tua Taglia. Tag- <laughs> oh, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Statistically. Statistically. I'm oh, out of here. Oh, y'all oh, oh, done. Oh, yeah. Statistically, uh, what are we doing? Because we're still we're still talking about football, believe it or not. But uh, yes, <laughs> are we? Statistically, what, is, what has happened in football? You're off the reels. 
Can you mute him? Yeah. <laughs> He's the host. Place. I'm not saying. Yeah, oh I run this place God. right now. Like her on the horn. Someone's got to get muted. It needs to be him. But listen, focus, focus. Let, let's, let's. We were. <laughs> I'm yes. I, statistically, the hottest man in football. One of them. Tua off to a great start, looking to become the first four and quarterback of the last forever since Ben Roethlisberger. He is taking on the Denver Broncos. Drew Locke will not be playing from my knowledge. He is injured and will not be in. Uh, all four of us went with the Dolphins. No surprise there, really. Uh, will, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, the Broncos without Drew Locke are bad. The Broncos with Drew Locke aren't great. Uh, and the Miami Dolphins are on a hot streak. They're really making a push for a wild card spot, maybe even the division. Maybe see how Buffalo can do here in the later stretch. Um, so, yeah, Miami has a lot more to play for than – uh, than the other team across. So, yeah, it's got to be Miami. Solid points. Can't can't argue with that. Uh, moving to another game of the 4 o'clock hour. This one I could honestly see going either way. But How hot four, are these quarterbacks? Uh, these quarterbacks aren't great, but it's the running back of the home team that is also one of the hottest in, in the game, statistically. Um, that being Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. All four of us <laughs> did go with the – Minnesota Vikings over the Dallas Cowboys, but you never really know with the Cowboys. Uh, RJ, I'll go with you for this one. Actually, I'm going to pull an executive move here. And um, spe- speaking of going either way, I'm going to let you handle this one, Matt. You're, you're asking me why I think the Vikings should win? Yeah, why not? All right. I mean, Dalvin Cook is probably the best answer, uh, considering he's had a great past few weeks. The Vikings now won, what, three straight? Uh, I, I don't know. You're the Dalvin Cook guy. I don't know. No, I mean. He didn't have a great I, week last Andy week. Andy Dalton's but, back, by the way, for Dallas, and uh, he sucks. Next next game. Accurate. Any quarterback other than Dak Prescott sucks in that team. I don't want to hear it. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vikings. I mean, uh, they're, they're hot right now. Uh, if, if, if somebody's going to answer it, I'll answer it. The Vikings are hot no, right I, now. The Vikings have a lot more to play I was for. getting there. I said yeah. they went straight. You took too I long. Mean, next game. Not, not <laughs> as hot as Tua, though. I've heard, <laughs> but no, the right now, I mean, the Vikings have a lot to play for. The Vikings are, are officially a playoff contender. You know, they started off terribly. Uh, this is a team that nobody saw being this bad. And now they're finally playing like they should be. Uh, finally, the bears, somebody shut down Dalvin cook, held him to 3.2 yards of carry, uh, which is really good for Dalvin cook standards. And Kirk cousins actually played decent. Um, don't want to get into why. Uh, don't want to get into my team, but the Vikings are hot right now. They stand way better of a chance than the Chicago Bears do right now. They have a great chance of making a wild card spot because I can't imagine all three teams are going to make it into the postseason out there in the NFC West. And again, that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to that third place NFC West team and whoever's second in the NFC North. I think the Vikings have a lot more to play for now and they could find a way to win this game too because Dallas stinks. That whole division stinks. Moving to the last game of the four o'clock hour, we have the Green Bay Packers taking on the Indianapolis Colts. This one, like a few of the other ones, could be seen as going either way, depending on the circumstances during the game. All four of us did, however, go with the Green Bay Packers. Jamil, I'll let you take this one. Uh, this one's actually gonna probably gonna be a pretty good game. You got the yeah. Packers offense versus the Colts defense, you know, two of the better units in the game going at each other. And um, for me, it's gonna be the same thing as last week. Can the Colts get enough offense out of Phillip Rivers and the run game that hasn't been good at all this season? Jonathan Taylor, Jordan Wilkins, they've been struggling. Naheem Himes came in, he played a hell of a game versus the the uh, Titans. And other defenses just seem stepped up again. So this week, 
can they do that again and score points or will Fort Rivers have to do more work? And I think if the Packers defense can make Fort Rivers beat them, they will win the game. Yeah. Phillip Rivers has really been the key to winning or losing. It seems because when he's good, they, they play well all around and win, but when he plays bad, everything just seems to fall apart and they wind up losing pretty badly. At least that's how it's. They have been. a hell of a defensive unit that if they had a somewhat competent quarterback consistently, they'd probably be like the second team to beat the AFC. Behind yeah. Kansas City. Yeah, they, they have a decent future. They just have to get a few more pieces together, honestly. They just need to get um, a stable quarterback. Yeah, that, that being one of the pieces. Um, That's a big one. <laughs> yeah, but, but we'll wrap it up with the Sunday night game. Uh, the Chiefs are in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Uh, as we all remember, the Raiders gave the Chiefs their first loss this season earlier this year. However, all four of us did wind up going with the Chiefs. Uh, Will, why don't you take us home on this one? I said the Raiders are going to finish 12-4. and four. I've said it. I've said they're going to win nine of their last 10. This is the one game that they're going to lose. I think they're going to lose this game. I can't imagine Kansas City is going to let two of them get away from them. Uh, that'd be huge for for Las Vegas. I mean, this would be absolutely monumental if they can pull it off again. Uh, I think this would be absolutely amazing for momentum. I think that would almost guarantee the fact that they go at least 12 and four. They have a really soft schedule after this. Um, they're riding a really hot high streak, but uh, Kansas City. I'm going to take Kansas City before I take the Raiders again. Um, I, I just trust Kansas City more. Uh, but after this, look out for those Raiders. I think they're going to be dangerous. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I have not looked at the Raiders' schedule. Uh, did you just say they're going to go 12-4? and four? Yep. After this game, they will not lose another. I can promise you. I mean... I will take okay. them every single week. They play. Ooh. I know they play the Broncos twice. Uh, I want to say they play New England once in there. Uh, I want to say they play the Jets. No, they already did. Ooh, they already played who? New England. New England, yeah. Okay, well then I want to say they play the. They Jets. play the Falcons, the Jets, the Colts, the Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Broncos. They could definitely win nine of ten there. Wow. Yeah. That's the only one. The only one other than KC that puts any question mark in my head is Indianapolis. And, and Miami. No, I'll still take Las Vegas over Miami. Well, we'll see. That's fine. Whenever we get to that week, I'm still taking I'll, – I'll promise you right now. I'll, I'll promise you right now I will take the Raiders. Interesting. I don't know what week that is, but I will take the Raiders. I mean, that Depends would be how hot Tua still is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, yeah, so those have, those have been our Week 11 predictions for the NFL. Uh, lots of differences this week. We could see quite a few moves in the standings heading to next week. Uh, but for now, I've been Matthew Perry alongside, as mentioned, the boys, Will, RJ, and Jamil. We've been the GMs for Hire, and we will see you next time.